Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Should I pray or read my Bible? Both are good. 
Should I listen to Christian music or I should listen to sweet melodies? What are good things? Should I go for the prayer meeting or should I have my own time with the Lord? Huh? I best not all night. Should I marry now or later? of which one first and and it is amazing that this little book has um, how many chapters how many is it are, are then 12. 12 there are 12 different things we talk about proton and yeah that should happen first and last week Tuesday I spoke about something very important proton and relationships what you must do first Amen. But tonight, we're talking about proton and the kingdom. Right? Now, seek ye first. Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first. That's that word again. First. Proton. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. When you put the kingdom of God first... Every, you see, everything gets in order. Amen. God didn't say, don't seek after money. Or love. Or peace. Because there are a lot of things you have to do if you want to have happiness. If you want to have money, how many want to have money? How many want to have a car? Honestly. How many want to have a house? God, God never said, do not seek after. But as soon as you seek those things first, before you seek after God and his kingdom, the whole thing changes. It's true. So, as a Christian, there, perhaps there can be no more important topic 
for a serious person than this topic, proton. It's like, which one first? Do you get it? Yeah. If you can get the order of things, many things start to work out for you. But I'll tell you that it's difficult to believe that you who really, what you really need is a house. You are seeking the kingdom of God. Mm. How is it going to lead to a house? How is having your quiet time early in the morning going to be connected to getting a house? It is because your brains are working at level one. That is why you cannot see the connection between things. Your brain is working at level one. It's the things you understand in this life must not only be one plus one. Ah, there are more things which are not in the sequence that you must also appreciate. Are you getting my message? What I am saying is that it's not only sequential things that you must understand. This leads to this leads to even in maths, when you do math to a point, they reach a point, they say, Look, you cannot understand this calculation. But that is a is the truth. Divide the x over two times three divided by something to the power ten is this. We don't know how, but that is what it is. Huh? It is a distribution. Eric, is it not true? In engineering. It's not everything that you are expected even to understand. How this leads to this. Actually, that was one of my greatest problems when I was doing maths. There's something, something is equal to that. But I said, I don't understand. Is it? It's a constant. <laughs> so what I'm expecting from you is just like a good math student. Accept a lot of constants that are in the word of God. That if you put God first, if you put God first, if you pay your tithes first, if you honor God, if when you are thinking of this woman or this man, you think about the God first, not think about the tithes first. You are thinking of the ties. And what is the tie going to do for you? But if you are thought about the God factor first, that may have been more helpful in your life. Is it a good message? You love the brother because he is taller than you. But he doesn't have his quiet time every day. In real life, you will never be measuring your husband's height to see whether he's taller than you. In real life. Yeah, or he has a deep voice. There's no game in marriage. Are you listening? 
So, if you put God first, it's like you wonder, ah, this brother who has proposed to me, who has no car, his main job is that he's a tailor. And this <laughs> other brother, he has a job. He has a car with a car key. It's a clearing agent. Which of these should I marry? Think about God first. Which of these two will help me to serve God better? These two girls. Or these two guys. Fair colored or bright colored? You cannot use that one to decide. Copper colored or sulfur colored. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. This is the greatest prosperity scripture. It's the greatest prosperity scripture. This is my prosperity scripture. Those who say they are prosperity preachers, they should come. So that we go through. I cannot share. I cannot. The effect of this scripture. In my life. I cannot even share it. I need a private forum to share it. Yeah. I cannot share the effect of this scripture on my life. It's one of my favorite. My favorite passage. Is about the prodigal son. But this is one of my favorite scriptures. Yeah, this particular verse. If you put God first. I can give you example after example after example. Where I put God first. And when I put God first. Everything that I put second. Which meant I wouldn't get it. I got it. To my surprise. Each time I was surprised. Oh yeah. So for me. I really highly recommend the scripture to you. That it's a, it's a powerful prosperity scripture. It's more, you see, when you give, put God first, you give yourself to God. It's not about giving two CDs or thousand CDs or 500. You give yourself first to God. And then the, next, the rest follows. Amen. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. Cars. Houses, marriage, you are, you are a sister, you want a husband, eh? you want a husband, do you get it? I mean, honestly, if you are a sister, you want a good husband, you see, it's Crefe, it's Crefe brothers who marry, Crefe brothers. Do you know Crefe brothers? Christian faith brothers. Christian faith. Those of the Christian faith. They are the ones who marry. Crefe, it's Crefe brothers who marry. Yeah. Because we have no outlet for sex except to marry. 
Yeah, that's why Krefe brothers marry. So if you are a sister and you rather put God first and the brothers, the Krefe brothers see you in time. That's it. Before you realize taking Bible study and all these things serious has rather end you a beloved or end you a husband because a Krefe brother has see, has spotted you. True. So I've seen over the years sisters who commit themselves to Christianity. Sometimes you see more than 14 brothers have proposed to them. One day a sister was going through the list of the brothers that have proposed to her. So many, all, almost all of them are either pastors or senior uh, uh, elders and clergymen in different places. Oh, what are you talking about? By putting God first. Now your value goes higher and higher. But instead of putting God first, you are going to do your hair. Your dresses, your nails. Before you realize, you'll be the most beautiful girl in the church without a husband. Sometimes you see a very beautiful girl and it's like no one wants to marry her. Have you seen it before? Sometimes you wonder, you ask yourself, why? Many times they didn't put God first. I'm not saying that's the reason, but sometimes they had other strategies. Make a friend. Smile. Dress nicely. Uh, Do your hair every week. And what? Special perfume. Before you realize you are not getting any proper person. If you had come for Bible study. The Bible study leader, even when you look at him and you nod your head, you say, Amen. You see that his heart, his heart will be touched and say, This sister is very obedient. Very obedient sister. Everything I say, she believes. I, I've chosen her in the spirit. <laughs> is it not true? What I'm saying, is it not true? The way where you nod your head, you say, Amen. Amen. And then you ask, please, can I ask a question, please? Please, can I ask a question? Is, is, this a, is it the same thing in Romans chapter 10, verse 12? Then the brother will say, You see, she knows the word. She knows the word. She's into the word. have done their hair sitting somewhere they will not be releasing such pheromones did I tell you about pheromones last time sit down, sit down, you are disturbing alright so put God first amen why must the kingdom of God be sought first Number one, the kingdom of God requires an early start. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Okay? Supposing you have a job that is going to take all day. Would you not start early? One time we invited some foreigners to come to Ghana to come and do some work for us. So they were just here for like four days. I mean, straight from the airport, they came straight to, to start the work. They worked from the morning to the evening, morning to the evening, morning to the evening, working. Because they, the work that they had scheduled themselves to do, they needed a long time. It was not something like, okay, we've come. Where we are coming from is night. We are feeling tired. <laughs> we are going to sleep. In the evening, we will come and then see and assess, and then we'll come again. To, there's nothing like that. Because the kind of work you, you have lined up needs yeah. an early start. Yeah. It's so much. There's so much work to be done. So many souls to be won. Lord, this world is falling apart. Dying for love from a broken heart. Oh, here am I, send me. Though there's really not that much I can do. Not much I can do. What I have seems so small. And I want to give it all to you. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. There's just so much to be done. Oh, Lord. So many souls to be won. Oh, Lord. This world is falling apart. Dying for love from a broken heart. Oh, here am I. Send me. Though there's really not that much I can do. What I have seems so small, and I want to give it all to you. Wow. Numbers chapter 4, verse 3. This is the same reason why Levites became priests by the age of 30. It says, from 30 years old and upwards, even until 50 all that enter into the host to do the work in the tabernacle of the congregation from 30 years old and above up to the age of 50. So the Levites were working very actively from the age of 30 to 50. Jesus Christ himself in Luke chapter 3, verse 23, the Bible says, Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age being as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. All right? So Luke chapter 3 tells us that Jesus Christ himself started his ministry when he was just 30 years old. Because it, it requires a lot of time. You can't, you can't say, I'm starting work at 11. I'm starting at 11. When you should start? You have to start at 7 a.m. At 6 a.m. Because there's so much to be done. That's why you are young. You start. That's the best time to start because there's so much. When I look at my life, uh, I remember one time we had an anniversary service. I counted the people in the church some years ago. I, it was one of my saddest days. In the, I mean, that was the day Mosasono came to visit us for the first time. 
and all the churches came together for a, a joint service. When I counted the people, I would not even bother to tell you how many they were. Oh, I was so sad. I said that. I, so all my life work and everything I've ever done is these people that I've counted here today. I said, what a waste of my life. I mean, how fruitless can a person be? Huh? Not a waste of my life, but how I have wasted my life not, not working well. I look at myself. So when, I, when you look at yourself, what do you think? When I drive through Accra, I see signs of the church that I founded all over and all over Ghana. And yet I can truly tell you the truth that my work is almost, I mean, insignificant. It's, it's, used, it's nothing. Yeah. And I started when I was 25. I was a pastor. 25 years old. Yeah. The, the, the cities in Ghana are becoming bigger. Thousands and thousands of people. They are just there. And look at you. Say so you want to be a pastor when you want to work for God when you retire. Your mouth. Look. Decide to be a doctor when you retire. When you retire, then become a doctor. Okay? I'm giving you advice. When you retire, then become a doctor. Foolish. Why have you not decided to become a doctor when you are 65 years old? You go to medical school. You think you can pass? You are joking. There is so much work to be done. So, you, you just have to start early. Sharp. No wasting of time. And if you want to even feel that you have borne any fruits, you have to start early. I cannot seek ye first. 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 Before anything else. That's why I fin as soon as I finish my school, I'm off. See you later. Mr. Medicine. <laughs> Number two, the kingdom of God needs young people. That is why I say you should do it first. Because if you do it second, you'll be old. Much of the work of God cannot be done easily by somebody who is old. The bone density is too high. You need young strength. But you see, you would have thought that what you need youthfulness for is maybe just soccer. No, for the ministry. To witness, to go out on the streets, just going. Even the energy that it takes to talk to somebody who is not intending to talk to you, just to talk to the person, say, Hello, uh -uh. Are they, are they, oh, oh, yeah, oh, can I talk to you about something? Yeah, it takes energy, yeah. effort to talk to people, to tell them, to convince them. You look at this person, say, I wouldn't have seen you in my life. 
It's only through Christ that I'm seeing you. It needs energy. Prayer. Fasting. Look. It's not that you don't want to fast. As you grow older, something will meet you. You will see that the fasting you used to fast, you cannot fast like that again. The kingdom of God needs young people. One day while I was in school, I fasted almost the whole time. I became small. Fasting three days, you break one day. Three days, you break one day. One day, you break one day. Three days, three, like that, throughout the whole thing. I became small. I became like this tripod of the uh, camera here. <laughs> Somebody saw me and asked me, do you think you'll go to heaven by being a skeleton? In other words, do I think that when I turn myself into a skeleton to qualify me for heaven? One day I saw a certain elderly brother who has developed a pot belly. He was now middle-aged. And he said he was going to start a church. (laughs) He went out into the streets. Tried the highways and the byways, highways and the byways. So one day, I was passing by and I, I realized that this is where his church was. So I decided to go there. Oh! I saw the church in a small corridor. Then later I saw the guy and the guy said that he's no more a pastor but he's now a motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, because and this is this a guy I mean in his youth going around doing this, doing this, doing this. I mean, hitting his stomach, praying. But now, it's, it's, it's different. That's why the Bible says, Levites will work from the age of 30 to 50. You think that it's a joke? I was talking to one uh, wife of somebody, and she was saying, my husband is different. From the days that we got married, the energy, the tension. He said, now I look at him, I say, you are now an old man. You'll be surprised. Just a few years. What you don't realize, my dear friend, is that all of us have a small flower of our lives. Your life is small. If you take somebody like Michael Jackson, you know, there was just a small period where he God gave him so much gifts that he gave us some few videos. About 30 to 45 minutes of video. That's all that he can. Everybody does something small. 30, 45 minutes of some video. Just shine briefly. It's gone. It's over. Everybody is like that. Just some brief period where you are really nice. Everybody, all the sisters are like that. There is some brief period where you are really nice. Even when you are not nice, during that period you become nice. And everybody is nice by the grace of God. But when you joke, during that period, anybody who comes to propose and you play with it, and that wind, a a new wind comes to blow over you. (laughs) Hey! 
struggle to marry, I tell you. You struggle. But you know, you see, none of us like the thought that as I am so nice now, I will not be that. People will not even be interested. Even the ministry. Even if you take, let's say, someone like Mobutu. And he came to uh, uh, Zaire, Congo. I mean, he was so great. Walking with his leopard cap and his other things and his staff. It was a gun. A staff. He walked with a staff and a leopard. And it was great. You know, for just a period. Just a small period. You shine. And then it's over. Everybody is like a flower. But in fact, the Bible says that man is like a flower that fades. For a brief moment, you are shining and you are attractive and people like you and people want you. But shortly, you are not liked or wanted. And it's so brief, you can't believe that it is true. That one day, people, look at Kenneth Hagen. Uh, there was, today, I don't know any many Christians in Ghana who are looking for Kenneth Hagen books to buy. You are the manager of the bookshop. Is it not true? People are coming say, so we want Kenneth Hagin books. There was a time. Eh? Everybody is looking for a Kenneth Hagin book to, to read. Kenneth Hagin, you see, there is a book and you see everybody in the whole world. Just a short period and then it's like, it's gone. And then you are there. It's like, because God gives everybody a small brief period of a flower. Whether it's physical, financial, spiritual, anointing, there's that brief, brief gap. If you play within that period, within that, within that crucial flowering moment. When I was looking at a sister who was toying around with um, a, a brother that was proposing to her. I was just looking at her. The brother said, I like you. He turned to her. And he said, you know, I like you, don't you? And she said, yeah. And she said, he said, I hope you like me the way I like you. I hope you like me the way I like you. He asked the girl, I hope you like me the way I like He said, yeah, I like you. And you see them, they begin to play again. You are too, your, your arms are too thin. Your legs are very small. My legs are small. Hey, you are using the size of my thighs. One day I was watching a sister, I said, hey, you know sometimes you can see that the flower is coming to fi finish. I was watching. She played with she played with her and the brother said, Okay, that was it. I watch and I watch and I watch. Yeah. I've seen it because we are pastors. We are pastors. Just like how a doctor is in the hospital. He sees things. We are pastors. We see things come and go and come and go all the time. So that you see some people in church, they are not married. You think nobody has ever liked them before. You think nobody has ever liked this person. No, it's not true. 
if you play i said he doesn't know how to propose yes the good brothers they don't know how to propose they don't know how to propose if you are a good brother you don't know how to propose it is the bad boys The good brother, they will come up with Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Based on Matthew 11 and Ezekiel 44. I want to make this proposal to you. Sit down, sit down. Listen. Young people are necessary it takes young people to work oh yeah when i when i see the church on sunday morning you even feel tired to tell them let's go out for anakazu we are all going we tell the whole church we are all going out for an- people will even leave the church it's like tired people elderly people people who are here for with i mean different issues they are sitting there you said they should go to where you, are, are, you, are you mad, Pastor? Are you, are you out of your mind? Hmm. Uh, number three. The kingdom of God needs faith, hope, and love. That's why you must seek God first. Okay? Faith, hope, and love. Remember Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Hmm? Look. You see Rejoiner, he had a vision. In the vision, he saw an army. He saw three groups, three armies. A large larger and largest the largest and the larger were big and disciplined everybody was a general they didn't have uniforms they were not disciplined they didn't even know what they were fighting about now the lord appeared to rejoin and told him you see these people after the first battle all of them ran away they do the larger and the largest after the first battle then he said then he said something he said most of them will never come back again but some of them will come back and when they come back they will come back without their delusions and with their armor listen up he said after the first strike at this group they will scatter then some of them will come back without their delusions all of us all of you young people you all have delusions at the first strike some will scatter but if you come back and continue you'll be coming back without certain delusions that you that you started with when you were young people and then number two with your armor ready to fight ready to defend yeah you see that's what happens some of you get married 
One strike, two strikes, some delusions will just fly away. Hey! And you may scatter from the army based on that strike. But you come, if you come back, you come back without certain delusions and now ready to defend, fully armed. Knowing that life is not as simple as you thought it used to be. Now, as you go through life, strikes come. You know, delusions, things you used to believe, they will all fly away. And you'll be left with some few beliefs about heaven and so on and so forth. <laughs> After some few strikes. Yeah. But unfortunately, after one or two strikes, not only do delusions go out, but faith goes out. Hope goes out. And love goes out. If you believe God for a long life, and suddenly you see somebody dying by your side, or somebody dies, if you don't take care, you cannot believe Psalm 91 again. With long life will I satisfy thee. When you are even praying for somebody, you have to make an excuse for yourself. So Psalm 91 applies to you. As it didn't apply to me, may it apply to you. Yeah? If your wife leaves you, or your husband leaves you, when you are teaching people about marriage, you teach them and explain to them that, except in my case, <laughs> except in my case, Except in my case. When you, when you start telling, when you start saying that, when a man has found a wife, he has found a good thing. Based on your experiences, you say good thing into brackets, into brackets, <laughs> except in certain cases. <laughs> except in most cases. Except in many cases. Hey! Now you are not easily finding it easy to believe the word. It's a strike. One strike. Then hope, hope. Hope. When you think something great is going to come, we're going to make a difference. We're going to change. Change the world. Yes, we can. Change, we can. A better corner. We're moving forward. After one or two strikes, you look at them. Somebody was asking me, I don't know what is going on in Ghana. I said, it, I even start yawning when I see them. When I see them on television, they, they are so boring to me. From the time that I went to the AMA office, and the AMA chief executive, told me to my face that I don't know what I'm dealing with. And I don't even understand what is going on. I told him, what is it that you need? We will build another toilet for you. He said, you, are, you don't understand. It's not about <laughs> toilet. It's politics. This is politics. So when I, from that time out, I realized that the confidence, when I see them making speeches, you see that all the speeches are not true. That's why I would prefer to listen to Rawlings. 
speaking extemporaneously than to listen to anybody reading out a speech. Just put your paper down and let's talk. Put the paper, put the paper down and speak so that we know what you feel. One of our president, he made a speech, and when they were facing him, the newspaper said it was the speech writer. Then you shouldn't read what you are. The speech writer should come himself and read it, or herself, and read it, and then we know that she's the one speaking to us. Oh, I mean, what do you mean by that? So that the speech writer is new, and it's a new regime, and so on. What do you mean? There is a joke somewhere. I said there is a game somewhere. Are you listening? After breaking our walls, you know how many years before we came to build this place? Seven years. We owned this place for seven years before we started digging. I had lost hope. I'll build my nice church, flagpoles. Some idiot will sit somewhere and command people, troops, cars to come and destroy what he doesn't know how they built it. You look at where they say get a permit. You see our permit is there. And an idiot will sit somewhere, idiotic, and command that they should come and break the walls. The, up to the reason why I can say an idiot is because everybody that I know says he does, he's not the one who came to break the wall. So it is, I'm speaking to the atmosphere. So those in the atmosphere who know that they are, they are the ones should carry it. Idiot. Atmospheric idiots. an office here quietly we used to have an office we were here for a long there was bush all here so energy even energy to build it's like it's not even there because hope after one strike say hope it's like it's leaking it's leaking leakage of hope it's true you, you, you'll be surprised as, as you get older I see they say better Next time we should say supersonic Ghana, extemporaneous Ghana, and super Santa fantastic Ghana. You just be what and as that's what as you go out the years go by, then that's what they start what voter turn out. That a lot of people don't vote because it doesn't mean it. Whether we vote for here, we vote for here. It is amounting basically to the same thing. Allos, allos, allos. And then love. After you've loved somebody. Hey. You said to her. You know I like you baby. <laughs> I want to be with you forever baby. 
There's nobody like you, baby. There's nobody else like you. Come closer to me. And this lovely, whatever, one day turn and One of those bites. Next time, when you come in with your love, you go coolly. Say, what is your name? Which school did you go to? How old are you? Uh, what is your background? Mention your former boyfriend names. In case I know some of them. But at first you come with, oh, wow. Love is such a beautiful thing, isn't it? What is this guy? Ish. But there's nobody here. Where are the people? You see, love coming fresh. Nobody Shh. gets too much heaven no more. Ish. This is the song that you play when you are proposing. Background, you need background music. Yeah, sing it for them. Nobody gets too much love anymore. It's much harder to come by. I'm waiting in line. Mm. And nobody shows too much love But anymore. you tell them, I'm here to show you love. Yeah. As high as a mountain, but harder to climb. Woo! To know there's a heaven up above made of pearly gates, precious streets of gold, no more painful tears to cry. I believe. Wow, man. we will live in love Come forever. On, sing it, baby. Peace will always win and never die. Cause love is such a beautiful
when you get old, when old, when old people are proposing, they will send you a text. Do you accept it or not? <laughs> Do you accept it or not? So just take his hand and put your mind at ease. Come on. He will take you there if you just believe that nobody gets too much love. When elderly brothers are proposing, or people who are sergeants, that means they have had one or two strikes. You went once, you came back. Two times, you came back. Three times, you came back. The love has finished. Decide by this date. Otherwise, I'm moving to the next person. There are a lot of people are waiting in line. A lot of people are waiting. Choose now. I don't have time. This is the day of decision. <laughs> I don't know how Bishop Saki proposed to his. And you are young. Young hearts. Tell him one of these days you have to tell us. Pardon? He is a powerful. Saki took certain red roses moving to the system. You young ones, you have to learn from us. You see us as elderly people, but you don't know what is in us. Higher, specialized, Holy Ghost love. Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. Now, how many have realized that as you get older, your faith when you are praying for the sick, in your head you say he will die. Yeah, because you have prayed for people that have died. You are praying, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we pray for long life. But you know that you will be dead by, by next week, by this time. You will be dead. <laughs> because you have prayed for people and they've died. Faith is gone. Hope. When you see somebody say, oh, there is no hope. This thing will not work. Oh, this one, this. This and that, that. This and that. You see that hope is finished. Faith is gone. And love, dear Charlie, is left small like this. Small, small. Oh, a nice person like you, no more love. Oh. Meanwhile, love is such a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah, more born. That is why God wants young people. Young. Who have capacity for love. Who have some small delusions in them? Look, you need small, some amount of delusions to be to have love. At least some small delusions. Yeah, you don't have some small delusion. That's why when you see bachelors who don't marry, you see they will be there for a long time. Every time, oh, this girl, she's like this. Oh, this small girl, this that. Oh, this one, this, this one. You never see anything good in anybody. Because it's not easy to see good things. But when you are older, you see somebody nice and say, oh, you are, a, you are a man of God, but you are a man. That's what the, you are a man of God, but you are a man. Oh, well, what does that mean? You are a man of God, but you are a man. 
here nice? There is something wrong with that statement. That is the statement of somebody who has lost hope. See, you are a man of God, that you are a man. Mercy. You are a man of God, that at the best you are still a man. Shabayaba. So, when you start early, you believe everything. I, I believed, and I still believe, in raising the dead. Yeah. When I read Matthew 10, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils, cleanse the leper, freely have you received, freely give. I just, I just believe. Literally. There's no modification of in the spiritually dead. Raise the spiritually dead. No, raise the dead. One day, one of my friends came to tell me that his father had died. And I realized that an opportunity had come for me to raise the dead. So I asked him to take me to the hospital. They came to pick me, they came to pick me in the car. His father had a Benz, white Benz. They came to pick me the white Benz from my house. And, I, and they took me to the hospital. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What are you talking about? Tell me where the dead person, I'll be there to raise it. You see? And I went to the hospital. I did everything. I drove the night. I said, when Jesus came to raise Jairus' daughter, all the people were crying. He asked them to go out. I said, go out. Everybody go out. Everybody went out. <laughs> I was there. I said, uncover, uncover him. They took off the cloth. The man, they, have, they were preparing him for the mortuary. They have tied his hand with a white bandage. I said, when uh, Peter and John were going to the temple, he took the hand of the whatever and said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I in the name of Jesus Christ, of now rise up. So I said, untie his hand. Hey! Loose him and let him go. <laughs> I held this hand. I put Oh, he did not rise from the dead. Hey! We were there praying, casting, raising the dead. Nothing. In the end, the hospital authorities <laughs> came. <laughs> Us from the place. <laughs> so we went away. But I was not, I was not discouraged. Even up to today, I'm not discouraged. A few days later, about a week or so later, I was informed about another dead person. <laughs> I was informed about another dead person in Labadi. Yeah, in Labadi. My friend called me and said, somebody has died in Labadi. I said, they should not take the person to the mortuary. We are coming. <laughs> oh, Lama Shakabaya. When I got to the house, I said, Well, there were a lot of people there crying. I said, Where is he? Where, is he? Where have you laid him? <laughs> Where have you laid him? We went into the room. They were crying again. I applied that scripture. Where Jairus was, he asked the people to go. I said that the people should go out. When I touched 
when I touched the boy, it was a dead child. Because my friend was at Labadi Polyclinic that day and the mother had come and the child had died. So that's where he had, because he was staying near the polyclinic. So that's why he called me that somebody had died. I should come to raise him. <laughs> so when I got there, are you listening? Yeah. I said, when I got there, we asked the people to go out. <laughs> when I touched the boy, he was cold because he had died in the, in the morning. We prayed and prayed and prayed. Then, <laughs> the boy was not rising. The men, because only women were in the house. The men came. And they took some cutlasses to come and chase us. And I said, no, Satan has possessed these people. Let us shake the dust off our... Shake the, if you go to a place and they don't receive you, shake the dust and go out. I shook the dust and I was out. Hey! Still, I was not tired. Up to today, I'm not, I'm not discouraged. Then later, I heard that there were some lepers around Makati Hill. And I remember the Bible said, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. I'm talking about faith. When you are young, you have faith. Nothing makes you doubt what you are reading. You believe everything. Oh, what are you talking about? So we made arrangement to go to cleanse the, those lepers. Just as Jesus had cleansed them. Yeah, sit down. Why, why are you standing? Sit down. But I was not able to go to the, see the lepers. But when I was in Colombia, in Barranquilla, here came a lady who told us her child was dead. And she had come to the clinic. She, was, she came on stage crying, holding her child, crying. Tears. You see her picture. You see it on the video. She said her child was declared dead. They, said to, they told us the details later that they asked her to leave her child. The child was dead. She brought her child to the crusade. And the power of God came on the child. And the child came alive. So the next day at the crusade, I have never seen as many ambulances. I mean, I don't know whether an ambulance were there every day. Ambulances like cars. As soon as I walked into the stadium, surrounded by six armed soldiers, armed to the teeth, with AK-47 in Colombia, they told me they have brought a dead, either a number of dead or one dead person, but there's one dead body by the stage for me to raise. So, I knew of my old experiences. These are things that I've been, I've been because the day before, somebody was raised. Somebody was raised from the dead the day before at the crusade. So when I got onto the stage, you see, that's why I wrote this book, Signs and Wonders, Ministry with Signs. Why are some people here? Why are some not? That, that, it was answering all those questions which have challenged my faith. I believe God to see more than 20 people raised from the dead in my ministry before it's over. 21, actually. So when I got, when I got on stage and I was getting ready to sit down, they said I should come to see. So I just walked to the side of the stage and right there a man naked but covered with a white cloth from here down was lying like this. Dead. And ambulances stretches the whole stadium. Oh, what are you talking about? Miracles. God, the miracle that I saw in Barranquilla. Ah, 
had not seen such things up until then. When I saw the guy, I said, this thing, I've seen one before. I've seen some of this same thing before. I believe in raising the dead, but I believe in it's a modification way. <laughs> hey! see, that's why I said that if you don't take it, by the time you grow, if you don't take it, you won't even believe anything. You believe with a modification of the belief. That if you don't take care, the modification can turn into zero. A lot of pastors don't even believe in healing at all. Don't believe at all. Yeah. But as you go along, you will see that miracles are real. But you see, by one strike, you see people, yeah, I really believe in raising the dead. If somebody comes back, you believe, if it is somebody like when Juanita died, it didn't even occur to me to raise her from the dead. You are surprised. You see, it didn't even occur to me. I was just overwhelmed. It did, it did, even the thought they do, it was a few days later that somebody was challenged. Why did we not try to raise her from the dead? It's a strike. A certain strike comes, certain ideas are out of your mind. Hmm. Are you there? Some of you say, idea of going to the mission field. As soon as one year or two years come to add to your life, that idea will disappear. It will disappear forever and ever. Some of you, as soon as you marry pet like this, that's the end. You say, call of what? Your wife will ask you, so when are we also going to? So are you also going to? So when are we also going to? So will we also? So, eh, so when are we going to? So is it also going to be? When, hey. Before I realize, you see that you cannot. I have seen missionaries doing well in the hardest of circles. As soon as a wife goes to join them. Uh, so when are we going to so are we also going to will we also is that how our life will be so when will we also ha- before I realize you see that you are calling the denominational office um, it seems the financial application in the church is not uh, working very well we are applying for transfer it's true Amen. Amen. So, when you are young, you can do so. Ah, look at Bishop Saki, myself. We didn't, we didn't have anything. Those who say we sacrifice, whatever, we sacrifice potential riches, but nothing substantial. It was potential. And the, do you understand potential? Potentially, we could have earned but in reality. But Bishop Saki didn't have anything. I also didn't have anything. I was staying in my father's room. I studied my father. I used my father's old television, which when, when you put on, you have to strike it before it comes on. <laughs> yeah. I used it for a long time. And my fridge, my fridge, somebody bought for me. And then my chairs, it was the hotel chairs. When you sit on it, you go down. You have to sit in a particular way. It's called humble thyself. <laughs> it's a chair called humble thyself. When you sit on it, you go down. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bishop Saki didn't have anything. 
He was staying in a, in a, a voice quarter somewhere. He covered the, voice, the front of the voice quarter with a mosquito net so as to add the corridor in front of the voice quarter as if it was a house. <laughs> what are you talking about? When you have any, it is only when you are at a certain stage we say we should leave everything. We should leave a legal, legal practice. It's, it's nothing to us at all. It didn't mean anything. I had nothing. I was not straight from housemanship. That's all. Zero. With zero, my salary was 25,000 CDs. And I moved from 25 to zero. So what are you talking about? A bishop, I didn't have anything. Student from school, he's finished. He's now entering uh, VRA. He's now working there. They have made him one of the officers there. Eh? We were all, we were going to buy cars together. Bishop, I went to buy Nissan Cherry. How much was it? <laughs> Six hundred and fifty, six twenty thousand. Yeah, we. I went to bargain personally. Six twenty thousand cities. It will be how much now? Are you sure of six hundred and twenty? Six hundred twenty cities now. Yeah, six hundred and twenty cities. In the night. I was there begging. I begged an engineer who owned that. I said, please, two-door two door, uh, Nissan Cherry, the old type with the small light. I begged. Uh, that was the car that he used to travel from Akuse to Accra every day. Bishop Saki didn't have a car. What are you talking about? We saw a Toyota Carina, the body, the inside. <laughs> and then we saw the outside. <laughs> And we bought and joined them the outside and the inside. <laughs> After we have repaired the car, we have fixed it. We went somewhere, he was reversing because he was a new driver. He went and there was a pole there. He went and scraped the whole, the car that we have bought, the body, and then the hat, the sole, and the, and the outside. Now it was bought. We had to redo it. We had nothing. What are we giving up? We, we could do anything. Go to collect, go not carry, uh, what do you call, everything. We could do it because we were nothing. I was living off uh, handouts. My sister would dash me money every month. She said, I told her I was going to do evangelism in secondary school. She said, okay, then I'll give you money to do evangelism. What are you talking about? Salary? Or car? Or what? To us, it doesn't matter we have a car, we don't have a car. It's nothing. That's when you can do certain things. Some of you say you want to be, try those visions after you retire and see whether it will work just as it doesn't work in the ministry. It doesn't work when you wait. If you want to serve God, serve him early and serve him with faith, with hope, with love, sincerity. When everything is broken out of you, one experience after another, how would you have, do you know the orangus that I've had, the people that I've helped that have turned against me? If it wasn't for the ability of the heart to cure itself, I wouldn't have faith in anybody again. Yeah. I've had Orangu people have cared for love. They turn against you and hate you. What are you talking about? But without faith, without hope, without, you cannot accomplish much. And that is why God wants us to do things when we are young and we have faith, hope, and love. But as you get older, oh, you see, you quarrel with your own brothers, your own sisters. Yeah. You 
don't have faith in anybody. You see the politicians, one after the other. So this man is a very good man. This man is a good man. One day I saw a Christian doing a politics. He said he was a Christian. So I went to see him with a big trouble that we had. Very powerful Christian in the, one of the highest positions you can be. I took him our Christian documents. And this man was also a lawyer. I showed him the agreement like this. And I had great confidence in him. I showed him this is the paper. He looked at it. He said, what? This is a very simple matter. And he put it on the desk. And he took his phone and made a phone call. When he made the phone call to a politician, fellow politician, he was on the phone. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. All right, okay, bye. The lawyer who said it's a simple matter, he took the paper from the desk and said, here is your, here is your paper. Here is your paper. Here is your paper. Myself, Bishop Saki, he told us they were undercurrents. He gave us our simple legal paper, which he himself knows is very simple because he has, he has, he has he's a lawyer and asked us to go. We were escorted away. So when you see that, somebody says, I'm a Christian. I'm going to Poly. I'll stand for Christianism. Even faith, hope, love, it's finished. If you are new, say, ah, he's going to stand for Christianity. Ghana will change because he's born again. And Agro is working somewhere. Amen. I think I'm sure our time is up by now. Let me just read this verse from uh, the contemporary version of the Bible. And then we close. It says, keep your creator in mind while you are young. In years to come, you will be burdened down with many troubles. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1, 3, and 5, contemporary English version. You will be burdened down with troubles and say, I don't enjoy life anymore. Your body will grow feeble, your teeth will decay, and your eyesight will fail. The noisy grinding of grain will be shut out by your deaf ears. Even the song of a bed will keep you awake. You'll be here. You can't sleep again. You'll be afraid to climb up a hill or walk down a road. Your hair will turn as white as almond blossoms. You will feel lifeless and drag along like an old grasshopper. Mercy. That's what happens as you go. You'll just be lifeless. You drag along. But when you see the young people, yeah. They're going to change the world, isn't it? They're going to change the world, isn't it? And we want them to change the world. Don't you want to change the world? How many are ready to change the world? Come and change the world. We are waiting. We desire your changes to come. We want your changes. We really want you to change the world. Huh? Yes, we can. Yes, we are. Amen. That's why people love to help children. Children are so attractive. You look at a child, the child will look at you like that. Faith, hope, love. Yeah, that's why they help the children. So many charities, all just for children. Because you look at the child, the child never suspects for one moment that you are going to cut off her head. 
or that you are going to molest faith, hope, love. So whilst you are young, seven. So that is why God says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. So that your faith will not be in Barclays Bank. And your hope will not be in Echo Bank. And your love will not be for banking. But your faith and your hope and your love will be for God. And for God first. God thinks first. First, 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 first. Amen. If you want me to change my message, I'm sorry. I will not change. I will not change it. I will not change what I'm saying. I will not change it. I refuse to change it for you. Even if the message is against you, pray that next week's own will be on your, in your favor. That's all. I mean, whenever you come to church and there's a message that is going against you, do you get it? Just pray for next week's message to come quickly. Because you never know, next week's own may be in your, in your favor. Stand to your feet and let's go. All right. As we close tonight, Father, we thank you for your blessing, for your word. What a blessing it is. We thank you for your help, your favor in Jesus' name. Every head bow, please, for just one moment as we close. Say, Lord Jesus, Father, thank you for your blessing. If you are here tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my life and make me a new person. If you are here like that, Pastor, I want Jesus to come into my life and make me a new person. Please pray for me. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. Just your right hand. Don't move, but just lift your hand. I want to pray with you before I close. Lift it up high. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Your right hand. Your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God tonight. I want Jesus to wash away. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come from wherever you are. Clap for them as they come. your hands to the my blessed Savior. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wow. Okay. I want us to receive our special offering for healing Jesus crusade. Amen. How many are enjoying the message on proton? Well, how many feel that it applies to you? Are you, getting, are you getting the application to your personal life? Do you think it applies to you? Yeah. First. I mean, I'm, the fact that Jesus used this word about seven times for seven different things, I think that it's, it's, it's a very powerful thing. Yeah. For Jesus to use the word proton, then it, it's very important. Take out your offering. Give me a basket. I, I want some people who are going to give 20 CDs or 100 CDs or 50 CDs to come. Listen, Healing Jesus Crusade needs your help. We are starting our preparation for, not that we are starting, we are already, there's a large team of people in Damongo. It's in the north of Ghana. As we are preparing to go to Nigeria and other places, we are needing your support. Amen. You know that there are people out there? So if you want to give me something to give to them, anytime you can give me rice, oil, 
to go and give to the guys. But they, they never come back to Accra. They don't stay here. Priscilla, come. 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 You think I'm joking. Come here. Where is your husband? He's in Damongo. Where was he before? Tamale. And after Tamale, where did he go? Damongo. He has not come to visit you? No. Oh! You see now? This beautiful, is he not a beautiful girl? And she's got a handsome husband somewhere. And her husband is not here. Because her husband is over there. True or not true? True. So when are you expecting to see him again? <laughs> I heard July. 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 She's expecting to see her husband in July. You, 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 some of when I say the thing, you think I'm just speaking. I've told you that when I'm joking, I will inform you. Did I not tell you that I will inform you about when I'm joking? And, and I've also asked all of them to resign if they cannot do the work. And I told them, I want young people who can do that work. Actually, I offered all of them to resign. None of them has resigned. Now, it's your husband's fault. He's the one who didn't resign. But I said, I'll give them another job somewhere. And there are a lot of them there. Some of them have wives. Some of them only have beloved. Some don't have anything. So are you planning to go? I want to go. <laughs> She's dying to see. Are you dying to see? Cry. 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 She's dying. I long to see you. Hey. You see, people don't know when we talk of the ministry, we are just saying something. So Bishop says, no. When you are joking, we will say it. So any offering that you have, we also receive it in kind. Rice. Or what does your husband like eating? Rice, banku. He likes banku. He likes banku. So if you have any banku, you can break. Can we send banku to the north? Or is the, we have to get the corn. Okay, give us the corn. Banku, rice. Indomie a lot. Indomie. Indomie. What, what is Indomie? The, the, the instant noodles. Please, somebody should send us Indomie. Everything. So when there's a bus going, we will t- send it. We, we only go when there's a bus going, when there's a coming. We have a station. So just as they have the satellite, uh, what is that, space station. We have a gospel station, and they are stationed somewhere. So from there, they are not coming here. So Indomie and... Um, Corn for banku and then what are you? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Hey! She's got a, this type of uh, westernized husband. Yeah. Are you sure your husband is cut out for such a rough? Oh, I think so. I really, really think so. I, I think that since he started, he's been. I've never seen him so passionate about something and so fulfilled, actually. And I know how much my husband loves me, but for him to choose this, it's, I don't know. I really don't know what to say. Wow! She's, eh? 
You see, she says she has never seen him so passionate about anything. All the time they have been together for years. You see, that's, that's one of my problems with the people who work at the Healing Jesus Crusade. They love the work too much. They love it so much. Sometimes I try to sack them. I try to move them. They don't want to go. This is one of my problems. So you see now, it's happening to her too. Say, so for him to choose this, above you, above all, when we are singing that Easter time, how do you sing the song? Above all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man. Above all, above all. You were there before the world began. Oh. Above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all sisters, above all sisters, the world is ever. Treasures of the earth. There's no way to measure what you're worth. Oh, is it not fantastic? So, well, it's a blessing. Do you want to send any message to your husband out there? Yes. I love him, but I'm also very grateful to God for giving us this opportunity. I mean, I'm glad that I can say that because of the work of the ministry, I'm separated from my husband. For now? You are separated from Yeah, for now. When oh, you say separated, is that like almost a divorce? No, 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 for now, for now. I'm separated briefly, says I'm separated. I'm separated briefly. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh! Look, see, we need well to put a shuttle bus to send the spouses there to go and refresh the atmosphere and come back. Is it not true? Okay. Clap for my sister. Okay. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.